Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Uh, And isn't that when you usually say... Funniest, funniest thing, thing. seriously right. when you're gonna share it with your friends yep and i'm daryl and i'm ed and we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in culver city the heart of screenland here we are that's right home of the original gurus the little rascals yes sweet inspiration and today's topic is He's on down the road. He's on down. He's on down the, the road. road. Whoa, ho, ho. That's right. That's right. And it was inspired by the daily word for today, which is triumph. Triumph. Yes. So we got a lot of great stories. But before we get ahead of ourselves, yes, Ed has a very special breathing yep. for us today. Yep. And this one comes from a book that. Funniest thing Daryl just happened to give me last week, which he had laying around, called The Little Me and the Great Me by Lou Austin. And it was first published, what, 1956? 1957. This is a book. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll actually post this on the Funniest Thing Facebook page because me and Ed just decided to look it up online to see if you could still purchase it. Yeah. And it was coming up at ridiculously high prices, like $199 or more copy. And it's a little 45-page children's book. And I think the reason it's so priced so high, although we did find it at a much lower rate, at $5 if you look online, which is really what I paid for it years ago. And I think it's so valuable because it really strikes a chord. It's the... 
simplest yet most profound little way of getting in touch with your, I guess you're, you know, the God of your understanding. Right. And how to live triumphantly. That's right. Because it really focuses on the fact that we have a choice to go with the little me or the great me. Really simple. If it's written for kids, generally means that Daryl and I can understand it as well. That's why. And the funniest thing, the story about Ed getting this book is I have two copies and I was cleaning up the house uh, only because thoroughly because Lori was going to be on uh, NBC Nightly News. And I came across these. I said, shoot, this would be this book is excellent. I'll give the other copy to Ed. I threw it in my trunk. I saw it several times, forgot to give it to him. Then I put it on the table where we do the show from at middle school studios. I forgot to mention it. And then I left it on a chair that's near the doorway, Mm -hmm. my front door. And on the way out, Ed saw it on the chair, lifted it up, and he started perusing it. And I said, oh, my God, that's the book I've been trying to give you for. Yes. And it was perfect because I opened to a page that basically gives a real simple breathing exercise for kids and for all of us about how to really breathe in the great me and breathe out the little me. I'll read this little preface because it's so good. Yeah. There's a couple of pages here, uh, page 12, where the little boy is saying, now I will tell you another secret. I can choose between the little me and the great me. I can be which one I choose to be. I can be the little me or I can be the great me. It's all up to me. Of course, you know which one I will choose. But first, I must know how to get rid of the little me. That is another secret. Like magic, I can change the little me into the great me. Welcome back. This is uh, Daryl and... And Ed. And uh, we're... Yeah, funny thing. thing. We got knocked off the air. Uh, I think the uh, internet went out in uh, middle school studios, but we're back. Yep, and we're just about to do our three breaths. It's really simple. So we're just going to breathe in and imagine breathing in our great self. And on the out-breath, we're going to breathe out that small self we were just talking about. And this is good when we're right in that moment where we're kind of worried about whether or not we're going to be triumphant in something. Or and back that, on the air. Or, yeah, right when we're back <laughs> on the air, like right now. It's perfect. It worked. It actually led perfectly into the, the drop because it kept me calm. Me so too. here we go. So if let's take a deep breath to clear it all out. Let it go. So let's just breathe in our great self. And breathe out our little self, small self. (sighs) Breathe in the great me. And breathe out the little me. (sighs) Breathe in the great me. (sighs) Breathe out the little me. That's what I call triumph. All right. All right. That was triumphant. So, uh, yeah. So let's go on forward. Let's get a good reading. Uh, one of, I, I want to say that the show is called Ease On Down the Road. One of the little things that I made up this week to help remind me about this topic, because every week we practice these topics leading up to the show, right? Well, the funniest thing, it's usually because we end up going through something. Yeah, exactly. And then it just coincides somehow Perfectly. with the daily word, and Perfectly. next thing you know, we're like, hey, that's a perfect show. So the sort of working title I kept in my head was Ease On Down the Road, When Tempted by Stress, Just Bless Your Success. So let's see, we have a good reading about, oh. we have a, several good readings we about... 
really staying open to the flow in those moments where we're tended, tempted to stress out or take action out of desperation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I do the funniest thing. Yeah, funniest thing. Funniest thing. Okay, yesterday we were putting together the show, mm-hmm. and Ed said, well, do we have some readings? I said, I'm sure we'll have readings. Yep. We didn't really have any that pop jumped out at us. And usually what happens when we turn these things over, yes, like in our God Always. box or just surrender it to our higher power, funniest things happen. After I got home, the mail came. And in the mail, yep. perfect, uh, from Unity, came a little pamphlet sent to me from their uh, vice president of Silent Unity, uh, Lynn Brown. Yep. And it's a little pamphlet called Keep the Faith, and it's adapted from a book called Meet It with Faith by Martha Smock. Yes. And perfect. Had the perfect reading. Yeah. I even took a picture of it on my cell phone and sent it to Ed and said, can you believe this? Funniest I thing. I know. And you got it, Funniest too. Funniest thing. I had the same exact thing re- arrive in my mailbox. So, All right. Here we go. The joyous thing about flowing along with our good is that there are so many happy surprises along the way. Even if we were given some magic power that would enable us to sit down and plan our lives so they would include everything we ever wanted or dreamed of, still our imaginations could not conceive of the delightful and unexpected turns that life can take and of the forms in which our good can come to us. And here's a little helpful tool. During the times when we seem to be standing still, impatient, Mm -hmm. or even going backward, let's not lose heart. Then, more than ever, our need is to let God do perfect work and to trust God to bless, to heal, to prosper, and to make all things right. Dude, I got to tell the story about me getting the something came coming to me just the other day, because more and more, what what I'm learning is, and Daryl and I talk about this a lot, is, the problem with having like my mind set on one goal or one way things are going to happen is that I'll inadvertently, sometimes I'll block out. I'll be so worried about that thing that I'll be, I'll put, I'll block out the uh, all the ways that the good is trying to get to me. Actually, why don't you? Because yeah, I'd be what com- happens is we put our foot on the hose yes. of the the creative flow because, or I do. When I'm so worried and, you know, maybe I'll hole up at home because I need to sit and worry about something or, you know, it's something that I think is important. But all the while, life is happening as fully as ever at every moment. So we want to stay in that flow. Right. Daryl's got a good reading from Emmett Fox. Well, you just reminded me. I keep putting my hands up on the long side of my face because it's like when I am so focused on my schedule. Yeah. That I'm not let. I'm easing God. I'm not allowing God free play. Yeah, elbowing him out. I'm elbowing out, and I'm missing. My good could be coming in at the coffee shop, at the stoplight, like that day the parent just happened to be at the stop, same stoplight you were at. Yeah, that had to resolve an issue that you thought you were going to have to go to school or talk to somebody. Yeah, people show up in amazing ways and amazing times. But when I'm focused, I don't see them. I'm so busy. This morning, I need. I have my my niece's uh, and goddaughter's birthdays coming up, and I was thinking I got to get a card out, and I was feeling stressed about it, and I was for m- multitude of reasons. So then my wife comes into the picture, and well, wait I was, one second. Let me just say, set it up because go ahead. From what 
You were telling me, I was imagining, in your mind, you're thinking, okay, I got to go to a store, oh, yes. purchase yes, a card, you, yeah. then I got to write the card. And a gift card. I got to get a gift, so it has a little gift in it, so I'm a good, you know, I'm yeah, a good all uncle. this stuff, and exactly. Get it, then get it to the post office, because it's got to be there on time, yeah. by golly, or I'm no good. But I'll tell you, the, the funniest <laughs> thing is two things popped in my head. One was a homemade card by my wife. The second was putting that gift card in there. But you pushed them away. I, I, I was like, in that pushing mode, <laughs> all of a sudden... My wife comes into the picture and, and I tell her what's going on and she says, oh, we have a gift card. So I would, that was an easy one. I said, okay, boom, boom, gift card, boom. I, I put the, I have the gift card. And then my wife said, wait, which is prosperity, which oh, is you're what you've kidding. been praying a lot about. Yeah. So you didn't even have to go out and buy a gift card. That's it. Gift card, kabam. Because so part of me was like, well, money's a little tight right now. I don't think I'm going to, you know, I'm, I, but it popped in my heart. It popped in my head and boom, sure enough. The card was already there. I already had what I needed. That's another thing that pops up a lot of times is we already have what we think we need to run around and get. The next thing was my wife offered to make the card, which was great. But then she started just talking about, well, maybe we'll just send it tomorrow. It'll be okay. It'll get there. But man, that part of me that was so scared was like, no, no, it's got to go. And she's like, well, I'll just make the card. Then I'll walk it down to the mailbox at the end of the street. And I said, but I don't know what time they, that, they pick up mail. Yeah, I'm, I'm like doing everything I can to push away the perfect answer to what my heart desired. Well, it, it was sober. God, this is the thing. God doesn't only deliver the goods. He makes it so he like took all, all, all the pressure it. away, yeah. and you're still going. Well, wait a minute. I want to feel some yeah. pressure about this. Now think of my <laughs> wife said, "Wow, I'm not used to you being so stressed out about things like this." And she went into the backyard, which gave me a moment to decide. I said, "Look, this is exactly what I'm praying for. I can make this hard, or I can make it easy. I don't think I can admit this to my wife right now, but I can admit it to myself." So what I did is I found the address, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, I said thanks, I put it in the kitchen with the gift card, I tried to sneak out before my wife came back because I was worried that I might go back into, you know, like scared baby mode. But no, my wife came in, we talked about it, I thanked her, I said, yeah, that would be great. Sure enough, my wife made a beautiful card. It's all it's and it's sent and it's a Texas. thousand times better. It's homemade. It's from the heart. Yeah. Your son gets to sign it. And it was it was everything that I actually was desiring. I mean, it was too better than better than better yeah than. better better because than, you didn't have to do any work. Oh, I know exactly. The delivery method was far better yeah. than any way I could have possibly imagined. But and uh, yeah, sure enough, I, I was laughing with Daryl about it later, and right at that moment, I got a text from my wife with the beautiful card that she had made, and all it just took care of itself. What this I, is true with everything. Yeah, that's the spiritual laws. You know, it's like that one that we kind of toss off and go, yeah, that's nice to hear, but I don't know if it's true. Or I'll just go along with it because I heard it so much in church. And that is, God already knows what you need before you even ask. Yes. And is taking care of it. Right. And that's the part I think we don't believe right. or we forget about. Yeah, because we think, oh, I just came up with this idea. I better tell God. But we don't realize... When we came up with the idea, God was the one who whispered it in our ears. Yes. We're the one who's getting it from God. It's almost like God, in these moments of inspiration, is saying, okay, this is how it's going to work out. Yes. Just relax and enjoy. Yes. And it's great that at least we get we have the receptors for inspiration. The problem is when I hear that and I go, oh, my God, this means i got to take rapid action. Yeah. Yeah, because when we're in fear and doubt and desperation— 
we're literally like off the signal. You know, we can't we, we it's hard to receive it because we're we're tuned to the that's wrong right. station. And that's why, like in last week's episode, we even drove home that Florence Scoville shin ring that when we're getting that fearful, it doesn't mean push harder no. or take action. It means now's the time to do some affirmative yes. prayer or do some affirmations to get my mind relaxed and back on that enthusiasm. Yes. That Okay, and here's the reading you were referring to about, uh, which is great from Emmett Fox. Yes, let's it kind of sums up the mental attitude. We use this phrase all the time that comes out of this reading. Yes, so good. And it's from an inexhaustible supply, July 5th. And I'm just going to read a portion of it, not the whole thing. The true manner of God's working is illustrated by a simple antidote. A certain man was working in his garden, assisted by his little girl who had undertaken the task of watering the lawn by means of the usual rubber hose. Suddenly she cried out, Daddy, the water stopped. The father looked over and, taking in the situation, quickly said, Well, take your foot off the hose. The ultimate cause of all our troubles is just this. Mm-hmm. Behind all secondary and proximate causes lies the same primary mistake. We have been pressing our feet and the whole weight of our mentality upon the pipeline of life, and then complaining because the water does not flow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read this because this little Bible verse sums it up. And it says, And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought, and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water, Whose waters fail not. And that's from Isaiah 58. Isaiah, Isaiah 58. Yeah. We get everyone's name. Wrong. Yeah, we get everyone's name, even Isaiah or Isaiah. I, Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah. Well, the point is that these are great positive quotes that are really, really old, and me and Ed have learned to. Yeah. The other point is coming up after the break, Ooh. we have uh, a really special guest, Unity Minister Ellen Devonport, who that's will right. rejoin us and read today's daily words. So uh, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Yoga. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. Listeners, did you know we've gone mobile? That's right, your favorite Unity Online Radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity Online Radio and click on Mobile Listening.
God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And right now it is time to do a little thanking. That's right. Speaking of thanking. A little thanky-panky. We better thank our listeners. Yes, we better. Because we got a little story, remember? No. You don't remember? We were all <laughs> we were concerned about... Oh, yeah, but... This is the perfect time to share that. We you were, want to bust it out? Well, share it now. Well, we were a little concerned that uh, we needed more listeners. Well, we hit a juncture in it our wasn't, show. It wasn't that we were concerned. We just never we were potentially really... very concerned. And when we got that letter, <laughs> that, we got said, a letter. that said, like, here's what we hope your show will take in each month. And here's where it is now. Yes. We, it was just because anytime you get a letter like that. You know, from the principal or whatnot. You know, the little kid starts to get this. Oh, yeah. That, that's where I. That's where when you're tempted by stress, just bless your success. That's where this yes. came from. And it means so instead of panicking, because the first thought is, uh oh, we better jump out and start doing something. Maybe we should start um, promoting the show more. Yeah, in ways that might not exactly be in alignment with this with what the show is. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, and the good news is, once me and Ned even start thinking in that direction, we both start feeling nauseous. So we don't even have the willpower to push forward. Yeah. We kind of just go, okay, and we just we just put the, put it in our God box. And with Daryl, it's kind of like spiritual whack a mole. As soon as those little moles of doubt start coming up inside me, and, if I, and I'm around Daryl, he starts whacking on them with a mallet to <laughs> yeah, push them back. until they're all exhausted. <laughs> so the uh, so we both decide, you know, let's just put it in our God box. You know, we'll have the perfect listeners in the perfect yep. way, and we thank the person who sent us. Like, you know, we yes. just we just got our mind back thing. into the loving and realize we're not in trouble. Yes. This is a positive opportunity for us to do something. Positive for right. the show and for everyone involved. And instead of acting out of fear, we just went about our business. And did, it, did some a few inspired things. Yes. What were put some, some of posts? Things? Like you put you 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 came up with some. I mean, we were always putting up posts. What was the post? The one that you did too. Remember one? Oh was, my goodness! Oh yeah, one was the post. Well, but these weren't even. That's the thing. It's like once you turn it back over to the universe, it's just you just have your normal. You go about your normal business, and God kind of takes right. care of it. But there were a few ideas, like I, I you know, little oh, tweaking right. of the website, put uh, you know, links to the show, that's you know, like true. just a few little 
that things were fun. that felt good and were fun and actually made my website look a lot better. That's right. And you're talking about tapping into genius dot dot com where I write about the work I do with children, with inspired this. education. So uh, but that we did a there was a picture that a nun shared with us of Jesus holding a picture. Yeah. It was Jesus lovingly looking at a picture. Uh-huh. So I said, oh, this is cool. And I found out where she got it. And I put mine and Ed's picture inside in, the picture frame that Jesus is lovingly adoring that's right and that thing everyone loved that there was like people i didn't even know loving that picture that's and right discovering us and funniest thing last week on the air which was right after this had all happened we uh received our first live message on the air from a listener in australia in australia tracy louise right that's right and yeah we responded yeah uh, live on the air she's a great photographer all of her information is on our site you can check out her blog it's really inspirational on our facebook page yeah yeah and then on saturday i think it was i had or when i do my morning routine in the morning right. every morning sometimes i'll draw a little cartoon in my little to-do list and the one i thought about is you know my morning routine it's just i gotta put all these good ideas in my head in the morning because later on i usually need them and i drew that and everyone started i guess as you guys call it in the uh, spiritual community resonating with it that's right <laughs> 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 a word that I'm kind of allergic to. But anyway, people really enjoyed it. And then even um, the Daily Word shared it on their um, Facebook page. Yeah. And and the truth was, it was inspired after reading the Daily Word in the morning. And speaking about the Daily Word. Yeah. Speaking of the Daily Word. Today's Daily Word is... Come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye while Ellen Devonport reads the Daily Word. And there's Ellen Devonport. There's Ellen Devonport, Unity Minister. <laughs> Hi, and, guys. <laughs> and author. Thank you, Ellen, for joining us. Certainly. I'm happy to be here. Where is Laura? Laura? Harvey, I think it's her birthday. Yes, happy birthday, birthday, Laura. Yes, happy birthday. I believe Laura's in San Diego right now. That's right. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah, enjoying the good life. Enjoying the good life. You know, we should also thank our engineer. How could we forget? Because every week, there's a man behind the board named Jeff Comfort. And every week, he He takes takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Whoa, I love when he buzzes the towel. <sighs> All right. And one last <laughs> shout out before Ellen reads. We almost forgot. Oh, our sponsor. <laughs> Get it up, Daryl. <laughs> That's right. We want to thank our sponsor, iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. And you could visit them online at i-italy.org. Yes. And at the break. Ellen, you were telling us that you had a really good story related to garden hoses, and we really wanted to hear that. So would you mind telling us that before you uh, crack into the daily word? Okay, this is just to expand the metaphor um, to ridiculous lengths. But I got this from a woman in my church, and I loved it. We were talking about exactly that, you know, uh, the flow of abundance in our lives, the divine flow is like a garden hose, and sometimes we put a kink in it and sometimes we're standing on our own hose Mm -hmm. and this woman said and we also have a nozzle on the end of it Mm -hmm. that we can adjust and sometimes we need to set ourselves as a gentle shower and sometimes we need a strong stream of 
water to clean something off. And when we've got the wrong setting is when things don't go so well. Uh, I just thought that was great. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. You're not kidding. That is fantastic. Because you know what? It's these type of metaphors that I could see in my mind's eye, but I could also feel it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that is like the way I felt this morning. The the nozzle about me needing to get this card out at this certain time was on so strong. My wife and I, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm you like blasted her out of the room. I, and I was watching it happen, but it was like, you know, I, I was so set in that, that setting at that moment. I really needed to sit down and breathe on my own before I could reset the adjustment. So do you want to crack into today's Daily Word? And just in case our listeners don't know what the Daily Word is, it's it's a motivate not my motivational. It's an inspirational, inspirational. meditation uh, book that comes out by, I guess, every by, two months. Every two months, and me and Ed subscribe and love it, and it's really been it's a um, heck of a deal. It is. It's. I mean, was it? It's less than the price of a mai tai at Trader Vic's. Yeah. And, true. He, and even and you get it. For, I mean, even if, even it even if it makes you feel good and inspired and enthusiastic. Yeah. Just once, you still get eleven more months worth. Plus, there's no hangover like at Trader Vic's. Oh, oh man, you, there's no hangover, and even if there is, somehow you get another one the next day. That's re- right. That resets your yeah, to reset your clock. spirit. So, what do we got today, Ellen? I think Unity needs to use that as a marketing tagline. <laughs> Cheaper than, than a Mai Tai at Trader Vic's. It's true. So the, the daily word for today is triumph. And I don't think I've ever seen the daily word be triumph before. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's all about triumph. So Wednesday, July 31st, 2013, triumph. Today, I celebrate my successes, great and small. I am created for success, for God gave me a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Each goal I undertake is replete with opportunities to grow and to learn. If I make a mistake, I adjust my course. Challenges are an integral part of the journey. I learn from overcoming them. I learn as I draw on divine wisdom, imagination, faith, and strength. For encouragement, I remember my past accomplishments and the achievements of others. Triumph sparks joy and a sense of fulfillment within. I recognize and celebrate my successes, great and small. I give thanks for the divine help I have received along the way. And the Bible verse is from Psalm 21, 5 and 6. And the psalmist is thanking God for helping the king meet his goals. Mm -hmm. He says, His story is great through your help. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him. You bestow on him blessing forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence. Uh, that sure doesn't sound like struggling to me. I know. Or busting down barriers. That's right. That's right. Daryl's sitting here punching... Showing what it's like to have to bust down barriers, man. Uh, the message verse, the the message translation of that um, Psalm twenty one uh, from the our our favorite translation of the Bible that helps knuckleheads like Daryl and I understand what is actually being said is uh, I, I backed it up to Psalm twenty one two through six, which is saying basically the same thing in a little more colorful language, which says you gave him exactly what he wanted. You didn't hold back. You filled his arms with gifts. You gave him a right royal welcome. 
He wanted a good life. You gave it to him and then made it a long life as a bonus. <laughs> you lifted him high and bright as a cumulus cloud, then dressed him in rainbow colors. You pile blessings on him. You make him glad when you smile. Ah, oh, wow. And that's what happened to you this morning. You, you got everything kidding. you asked for and you almost snubbed your nose at it. This day has been a very big eye-opener for me. Like the times when I am just receiving everything I desire and for some reason I think i got to keep marching to the beat of a drum that is, you know, wreaking havoc in my brain and doesn't feel good in the first place, man. Well, yeah, we kind of talked about that at lunch, the fact that sometimes when things come easy and naturally like they should when you're walking along in accordance with these spiritual laws, you tend to feel guilty and think, wait a minute. Maybe I should make this sound harder. Maybe this should be harder than it is. This is too good to yeah. be true. And the good news I have for all our listeners is nothing is too good to be true. That's right. And something I heard uh, 27 years ago that helped me a lot, which is uh, don't worry about that other shoe dropping because you lost that other shoe a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And there can be, you know, the whole fear and, impatience thing can be kind of seductive because there can be this sort of adrenaline rush that's like i'm gonna get it all done i swear and it's gonna be great and we were daryl and i were just talking about the difference and not mistaking fear and impatience for inspiration because it's ooh, that's good yeah, that one, because Daryl had a quote, uh, a little Florence Scovel Scoble Shin. And once you, yeah, fear, she says, and it's an affirmation yeah. I remind myself of, which is fear and impatient demagnetizes, poise magnetizes. Uh, it's standing still and knowing that God is taking care. Everything's in divine order. Yeah, so, Elena, as a minister, I imagine you've reflected on this subject <laughs> plenty of times. So uh, what do you have to say about triumph? Well, as, and, yes. as a human being, right? <laughs> um, about triumph? Well, about what we're talking about here in whatever way, whatever's speaking to you about it right now. Well, I love the part about how fear and impatience are not the same as inspiration. Uh-huh. Yes. That's, that is easy to mix up. Yes. And I am sometimes... <laughs> overwhelmed by a sense of urgency. And furthermore, our society gives us a lot of approval for getting things done right now. I mean, yeah. we're a we're a take action society. Right. And so to just stand and be poised, I've never heard of poise as a spiritual quality, but I like that a lot. Yeah. To just stand in our poise and feel the presence of God, that's great. Yeah, that one helps me out a lot. If I didn't, I mean, I'm amazed that, like, even we were talking, too, about why we always, you know, we got to always remind ourselves that the spirit that calms us, to remind myself that, wait a minute, these spiritual laws are in effect. I don't need to make anything happen. Yeah, right. You know, I can I can go along with inspired action, or sometimes it means taking a back seat. Right. Until there's some clear direction, rather than what happens is I don't feel clear direction. I think I'm going to lose out on something that I should have if I don't take action. Right. And then what I end up doing is I take unnecessary action that, yeah, you know, at worst, I, I end up regretting or at best was mm-hmm. just busy work that I could have been that didn't really accomplish much of anything. 
that I could have been enjoying my time doing something more creative or more kind to myself and the other and others around me. And things still work out to my you know, my benefit, you know. Yeah. So, so how do you get into that sense of calm? Well, I actually I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, we got a few minutes. Well, a perfect example is something that just happened just uh, Friday. You know, I had to go to uh, the VA and I to to share some financial information with them. I'm a veteran and. So I was all set. I go, okay, well, I'll go there around 11 o'clock. This works out great. So I got up. I did my morning routine, my daily word. I felt so good. And then something happened, and I started getting grumpy uh, with my wife. You know, I just started feeling like, well, I don't know. You know, just something. Something wasn't right. I started feeling grumpy. But I know enough to take the next right action, which was let me get out of the house, and I'll go for my walk up the hill in Culver City and clear my head. And I'm walking up the hill, and I remember even halfway up the hill, I'm going, I'm still like negative. Things aren't going to work out. I'm still feeling grumpy. But by the time I got to the top of the hill, I started feeling better. You know, I started feeling good. You know, my blood was flowing. I go, you know what? I could see the view of LA. Everything's in divine order. I get back home. I get in my car. I give my wife a kiss. You know, thank God I didn't say anything negative before I left. And I head off to the VA. Now I hit traffic. Boom. As soon as I turn to head towards the VA, mm-hmm. traffic. And it's backed up at a light. And I'm sitting there. I start feeling my, my discomfort start to grow, my impatience. And I'm supposed to be there and get this done before lunch. And then the light turns green. And the first three cars scurry across. And the third car sits there. And I'm three cars behind the third car. He was obviously mm-hmm. texting. So what is this? This makes my New Jersey Tourette's kick in. And I'm thinking, you're texting at a light. Beep. And everyone's not, no one's beeping. So I give a little beep, beep. And the guy finally moves. And you know what? As he, every the other cars in front of me started moving, I said, you know what? This is not the right time to go to the VA. So I made a U-turn. It was legal where I was. I made a U-turn. And I said, you know what? I'm going to head down to downtown Culver City and get a coffee. As I'm heading to downtown Culver City, it was empty. Downtown Culver City, there was spaces everywhere. And I go, huh, funniest thing. I got a check I wanted to deposit. I'll go to the bank. I park my car and I start feeling hungry. So instead of fighting that feeling, I go, no, I'm hungry. It's only 11.05. You shouldn't eat now. No, 11.05. Chipotle's open. Go eat. So I go over (laughs) to Chipotle and it, it dawns on me. Not only could I eat, there's no line. I'll get my wife lunch too. Yeah. So now my whole feeling with my wife, everything's coming around. So I get her her salad she likes. I eat my burrito. I'm full. And I go, good. Now I'll walk over to the bank. I go to the bank. No line. I go through the bank. I go no line. I drive to Lori Collar. Mm-hmm. I say, I got lunch for you. She meets me behind her office. I hand her her lunch, peck on the cheek. And now I go, you know what? I'm not going to rush to the VA now. I'm going to stop at the chapel that's right here and meditate. I meditate at the chapel. I get out of the chapel and someone at the chapel, Irene, says, oh, my God, I'm glad you're here. Look at this Bible. I got my nephew. You know, can you read this letter? Is it okay?" And she started writing this letter. I hope this holy Bible brings you inspired Mm -hmm. words. And I I go, I go, how old's your nephew? She goes, he's 23. I go, this sounds like an old 
you're like, like your grandmother's writing this. And she goes, I don't want to sound like my grandmother. Can you help me with it? I said, absolutely, because you are not this person who's writing this. And she goes, you're right, because he sees me as an adventurous spirit. And I go, you are. So we both figured out a great positive little summing up of what she really wanted to say, but she thought it needed to be religious and serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was so happy and high, and I got, I go, perfect. I said goodbye. I got my car. I head to the VA. I get there. No line, right? I get in. There's one person in front of me where I needed to go at the business office, and it gave me just enough time to get my financials in order. As soon as I had the last number written down in my pad, um, who's next? I got up. I was with the woman for maybe three minutes, and this is just how it's like I have to do it. It's almost like every inch of the way, it's like steering myself back on the beam. You know, I get a little bit off the beam, nudge myself. And it's like almost like these tools allow me to be the firm and loving parent to myself. Amen. Wow. You eased on down the road. That's perfect. You eased on down the road. I didn't start off easy, but. Yeah, yeah. Should we do, uh, how about we do a funniest thing first? Ellen, would you mind sticking around for a few minutes on the, on the third segment? Oh, I can stick around, but just, you know, having a, uh, taking a break. What do you say? Yes. Yeah. I that's think what you're, I was you're say. in trouble with the comfort zone. Yeah. We're, we're definitely stepping outside the comfort zone. So, uh, we'll have more <laughs> of it with Ellen after the break. And thank you for being a part of funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on unity online radio. This one is called the pants. Take eight. state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.net. Spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Do you cross the boundary between religion and science? Or between religions themselves? Do you like a dose of humor with your truth-seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where each week we <laughs> share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected yeah. outcomes. And today we have a special guest, Ellen Devonport. Yes. Hey. Yeah, thank you for hanging out with us a little longer. Why don't we get the joke of the day going, though? This is so good, Well, Shall go, we? Yeah, go ahead. You All wanna... right, so we got this joke. Here we are. Can I say the punchline now? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, All right, here we go. A rabbi, a priest, and a minister walk into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, What is this, a joke? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, oh man! So this is the part of the show called Ellen Debenport's tips for going back into the into the flow when you find yourself off the stream. So how do you stay in the flow when you find yourself it, tempted to get out of it? You know, uh, we read that verse from the Psalms, mm-hmm. and what I love about Psalms and the Psalmist is that he went to God with everything. Uh-huh. I mean, this particular one was about triumph and joy and thank you for saving our king. But he went with praise. He went with, please smite my enemies. Uh-huh. He went with, you know, I'm in pain and with why have you forsaken me? You know, the original, my God, why have you forsaken me right. is from the Psalms. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love that relationship. You know, nothing is off limits, just Go to God with everything. Ah. And I kind of try to do that. I I think of it a little differently. Uh, a lot of times I do it in writing, as yeah. as writing writing to my higher self or angels. I mean, there are different ways to picture it. But it's a conversation, and the psalmist was having a conversation with the divine about every little thing. You know, I've lost a sheep. Can you help me find it? Mm-hmm. That is amazing because – that that works every time. And it's the funniest thing is like the last thing I think will work. But when you said, why have you forsaken me? Like when we get into self-pity, yeah. why have you forsaken mm-hmm. me? Yes. Me, and Ed, me and Ed have a great tool for any of our listeners that we actually oh, use on each other. And it's guaranteed to knock you out of, <laughs> out of the why have you forsaken me. What we do is, and this you can practice at home. Yes. Usually... <laughs> Sing it to the other person when they start grumbling about wah, wah, wah. but Or uh, you can look at yourself in the mirror. Which is great. You look at your, go to your mirror. It could be any mirror. Mirror in your bedroom, your bathroom. It doesn't really particularly matter. You can even hold up a shiny pan if you yep. got one. So there's no excuse not to do it. When you're thinking, no, oh, nothing's going my way. Why is everything, everything I touch turns to poop? Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. And that's when you just point at yourself and mm-hmm. start singing. Have you heard about the lonesome loser beaten by the queen of hearts every time? And if you don't start laughing at yourself for singing that ridiculous song about a lonesome loser. Daryl introduced me to this song last week and it was stuck in my head and just... Just singing it, it's so like down, and to think of myself as being the lonesome, lonesome loser, loser, like somehow that actually pushes me out of the other side. <laughs> yeah, I'm forced so, to laugh at myself. Daryl and Ed say, if this doesn't push you out of your moment of why have you forsaken me, yeah. doldrums, then there's nothing we can do to help you. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is great because sometimes I get so wrapped in like the affirmative prayer thing that 
I almost I feel like I'm just like sinning or doing something so wrong because there's this negativity going through my head. And today, actually, in the chapel before the show, I just sat down and you know I did something that we talked about casting the burden yes. onto Christ. And I did that today. I said, "Look, I'm just out of it today, and I'm just casting this onto the Christ within." And I just kept doing it again and again. And sure enough, my spirits lifted. And, and this is so liberating for someone like myself who can be so hard on myself about even the thoughts that go through my head. So when I went, what you were saying, Alan, was really, uh, yeah, just shines such a good light on on all of this because. It's better to go to God and say, look, smite my enemies than go over and do it yourself, right? <laughs> yes. It, it does, yeah. Because it, God's, not, God's got better plans no, than that, you know? No. It, you can't. I mean, if you feel anger, don't beat yourself up for feeling anger. That's just going to, you're going to grow a tumor. Yeah, if yeah. If you feel anger, turn right. it over to God. Yes. And just say, you know what, I'm angry right now. Can you handle these bums? Because I, I, otherwise I'm going yeah. to tear someone's lungs out. Yeah. And it's okay to say that. Oh my gosh, it is. Rather than acting on it or saying it directly to somebody well, yeah. or hurting someone's feelings or sending an email and regretting it. By saying mm-hmm. it to the love, to the light, to, That's to right. God, it, re- it got me back in sync with the love, with the light, with God, with Christ. It got me back into the place because in saying it, I was acknowledging that there is the Christ, that there is the light, that there is the love. So it was amazing for me. I mean, this is just today. So this is so perfect that this is coming up. And this is a perfect time to bring up our funniest things of the week. Yeah, funniest things of the week. Funniest things, Alan, is when me and Ed share funniest things that happened where you're just showing up for life and you're putting one foot in front of the other, doing yeah. the next loving thing. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, funniest thing. Yeah. And do you want me to share my short one about the book and then your prosperity? You want to do the prosperous one and then the book? Um, well, I'll bust off the, uh, the, the prosperity one because it, a it was a good, really good one. It was this just last week. My wife was at a, a, at a store and she saw that, there was something that she wanted. And she said, this is awfully expensive. You know what I need? I need a rummage sale. The very next day, she saw that the um, St. Monica's Parish, the, the church near us in Santa Monica, was having a rummage sale. Walking distance Walking from distance heads. from our house. So now we walked over there. But before we left, to be honest, I had $6.50 to my name in terms of cash. In pocket. In pocket. So... I just thought about the story. Oddly enough, I just thought about the story of Jesus blessing the loaves and the fish. I just said, this is enough. Whatever this is in my pocket, this is enough. We walked over there. And part of me, that, that small self or whatever you want to call it, the worry was like, that's not going to be enough. What kind of dad are you? You know, because our son was with us and he was picking out things. And I was tempted not to get one book that I kept. It kept calling to me, this book that I saw. And I almost put it down. But instead, I just got, we gathered all the stuff that we collected I almost put it off on my wife to go talk to the person at the front to find out how much I, because I was, but it's true. My wife is good in terms of talking to people and like kind of not bartering, but just get it like good things happen when my wife said shop, she ends up getting good deals and stuff. But, but it was coming from a place of fear. So I was like, I just don't want to, I don't want to do that. Cause I feel like it's just going to backfire. So I walked slowly up to with my wife and my son up to the counter. We put all this stuff down and I said, could you please assess how much this is going to cost? And uh, the lady was saying things like 15, 20. She's looking at all the stuff. So I'm thinking, oh, God, this is going to be like 30, 40 dollars. <laughs> right. She says five dollars. My, my wife and I looked at each other. Oh, my gosh. We, and then we were being generous. We said, here's 650. Take all this. <laughs> and uh, we walked out of there feeling so good. 
And then we got home and found out that one of the things that we got was worth like eighty dollars. This little pewter mug that my son found because he wants to play with. You know, like it's like looks like the uh, um, uh, a mug that like a knight would use. Right. You know, and he loves stuff like there's. So, we got so much great stuff, and then we got to even feel generous by tipping yes. and throwing. Down. And if I had listened to that fear, I would have never uh, even. Walk to the front. I might have wormed my way out the side door, you know, and like I'll put it on my wife or what you know, you know what I'm saying. So it was great. And then my my funniest thing, and this was perfect for you because Ed, like we shared last week, was having these thoughts about lack, and now you've been affirming prosperity. Oh, yeah, You're yeah, getting yeah. it left and right. Left and right. My I had I left the house the other day, and I, I I have this book that I'm reading now again over. It's called The Power of the Spoken Word by Florence Scovel Shin, and I'm loving it. So the other day I go to leave the house and I want to take it with me to read at the chapel or during my day when I was out away from the house and I couldn't find it. Search through my bag. It's not in there. Search in my nightstand. It's not there. It's not on my desk. It's not on the coffee table. And I started to feel myself go, oh no, maybe it's in my trunk. I open up the trunk. It's not in the trunk. It's not in the car seat. And then the little me starts going, oh, you lost it. You Dodo, Nat, you only have one copy of that and you have all these other mm. copies of the other books from her, figures. And I just reminded myself, you know what? Nothing is lost in God's world. You yes. know, what's mine by divine right will stick to me like glue. Yes. This or something, it's equivalent, will resurface. And then I thought to myself, as I'm joyously leaving, I go, well, I'd rather lose that book than my sketch pad. The book right. is replaceable. I go about my day. I had a great day, by the way. I didn't even need to read that book. I wouldn't have had time to read that book. Right. I get back to my house. My wife's taking a nap on the couch. It's at dinner time. And I look on the coffee table, and there's the book right on top, face up. <laughs> and I said to her, I said, "Did you? where'd you get that book from? Did I leave that in your car? She goes, no, I didn't touch it. I, I just came here and took it. I go, are you kidding me? She goes, no. And part of me wanted to kind of figure out how did I overlook it. And then I said, you know what? I'm not even going to try to justify it. Yeah. I'm just going to accept this as God's will. Yeah. Nothing happens by mistake. Right. And it could have been a case of the stepping on the hose. I was so looking so yeah, hard. Right. I didn't see what was right in front of me. But it doesn't matter. This stuff really works. Yeah. And, and what you're saying just reminds me of just the thought that if, if you when we're when I'm looking for something out of fear Basically, I'm looking for something as if it doesn't exist, and then I don't end up seeing it. Correct. That's why it's so uh, detrimental to just like take action out of that fear and desperation because it's like it's basically going to try to do something that I'm already saying can't be done. That's or right. Trying to find something that I'm already saying doesn't exist. We have to use whatever tool and a fir- affirmation or something to kick us back in the right direction. Yeah. And turn just it over. Dummy down. Dummy yes. down. Let God do what God's going to do because it's always for the highest good. Oh, and I think that's about time for our... There we go. There we go. And today, from our book of Psalms, is a little theatrical piece me and Ed sure came is. up with. Yes. Ed, what are you doing with that upside-down smile on your face? Gee, mister, I'm going for triumph, but it's just not working. Ah, little Eddie, that's okay. Sometimes I feel that way myself. You do? Yes, I do. What do you do when you feel like this? Well, that's when I got to just ease on on down, down, ease on on down the road. (laughs) Ease on down, ease on down the road. Don't you carry nothing that might be a load. Come on, 
He's on down, he's on down the road. Oh, yeah. So uh, thank you, Alan Devonport, for joining us today. It's always fun. Yeah, we had fun. And uh, go ahead and subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It's so easy. You can also listen along on the Stitcher app from your smartphone. We love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, and suggestions to Thing at unityonlineradio.org. We love to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Thank you, as always, for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. (sighs) Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Are you tired of life slamming the door in your face? Did you get another rejection letter, pink slip, foreclosure notice, or go on yet another bad date? Does it seem like the older you get, the more hopeless life seems? Are you ready to stop taking no as your final answer? Then join us for Design Your Life, a talk show by Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach. Go into the locker room for one full hour with the championship coach every week and start designing your winning playbook that will make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's Design Your Life with Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity. 
the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on Positive Prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open Positive Prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.